0: everyone, and thank you for joining us here on the Recruitment Roundup podcast, which is brought to you by BMS Performance. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, BMS Performance is a specialist sales and marketing recruitment consultancy. For the last 30 years, we've been helping businesses across the UK recruit for vacancies at every level. I'm your host, Mike Leather, and every week I'll be joined by a new guest where we'll get stuck into the latest trends in regards to recruitment we'll talk about insights we share ideas we share experiences and ultimately we look to provide value to fundamentally help you, you know whether or not you're a hiring manager a business leader or part of an internal talent team to recruit smarter faster and more effectively thank you for everyone joining us and this is episode 10 and today I'm joined by my colleague Natasha Holland. Natasha, welcome to the show. Great to have you here with us.
1: Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Good, good, exciting conversation today. Where we are going to be dipping into the world of TikTok and Instagram and chatting about how companies can attract emerging talent through those those platforms, which is it's quite new. Even for me, I'm not on TikTok, so I'm going to learn something today. But before um, before we get into it, why don't you kick us off by uh, giving us a bit of an information about yourself, Natasha? You know what you do at BMS and and why you got into the uh, the world. recruitment in the first place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, what a whirlwind. Well, yeah, no, as I said, Natasha here, senior consultant at BMS Performance. I've been here for nearly two years. It will be two years in a couple of weeks, so that's quite exciting. Um, Thank you so much. In regards to going into the recruitment industry, I do feel like it's not always something when you're younger, you wake up and go, yeah, I want to be in recruitment or sales, unless you've got family members in there. So for me, it was just looking at my personality some of my passions being performing arts and acting and things like that um and then I thought how can I apply things that I enjoy such as well I guess performing my personality talking to people being that people person that everyone refers Mm to um in a way to then make money from it being quite a a money motivated character I prefer the finer things in life so recruitment cropped up when I was looking on online linkedin indeed those sort of things and then it it went from there so it was a chance to be challenged Mm. completely something new i don't really have many friends that are in the industry either and threw myself into the interview process and here we are two years later
0: so did you um apply to bms for a role here or were you one of the ones that um one of many really good people that we've we've had that have come through the assessment and then have found themselves found themselves taken on by us
1: yeah no so I did apply directly Um, I had a little look into BMS and what they were about and it was right in the the end of Covid I mean Covid went on for so long but I mean in my eyes it was when people were coming out of lockdown you were able to go back into the offices and that for me was the real end if you like Um, so yeah it was it was then and then I think when BMS came back into the office uh, they hadn't been in the London office for a little while and that was my my first day here.
0: Uh, you're like me. I actually um, applied to join BMS as well. Um, I think we're we're we're, the, we're we're almost a bit of the rare ones with that. I think a lot of people that we take on, um, they don't think of recruitment as a career. As a lot of people don't, and it's something that they fall into and realise that really good at it gets into the blood and. know the rest is history and they do really well so what sort of um what sort of job do you do at BMS and Sasha what sort of um roles do you work on I think it'd be good for the audience to get a bit of background on you and that from that perspective
1: yeah absolutely so being a senior consultant started off in that graduate role and promoted to a senior consultant about a well about 8 to 10 months in I think and I attract and place graduates into professional business to business sales positions mm. and these are graduates with little to no experience um yeah. so we guide them through the interview process we give them that support and yeah guidance to mm. find the end goal of being placed into a career with development progression as most graduates are looking for um and they could be your Sales development representatives. They could be your business development executives, business development manager roles, or the, of course, warmer side account management and yeah. um, field sales positions. So there is yeah. a variety of things to to go into.
0: And is that um outside of London and the southeast, or you mainly you know, London centric in terms of roles that you work on?
1: Yeah. So for the first year of being a senior consultant, um, it was mostly throughout the whole of the UK. Um, As of recently, I now solely focused on in and around London.
0: Yeah, cool. There'll be a lot of companies um, and and hiring managers, internal talent, recruitment managers that are listening to this that will recruit entry-level salespeople into BDE, SDR, BDR-type roles, um, and probably finding it quite quite difficult to recruit, quite difficult to attract candidates. Hopefully this podcast can help them with that and give them another avenue to um, consider going down. But what sort of shape is is the candidate market in right now, well, the, the graduate candidate market?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there will always be graduates looking to, to kickstart their careers. And being the the seasonal type of recruitment that it is, you know, as you go through the I think May to September times, it's super busy. You get that rush of people wanting to get into their new positions as they're graduating or as as they're looking to then start their careers. Um, but when you look at the, I guess, the economy and what's been happening for the last, let's say, six months, um, you've got the you've got the businesses who know what they're doing and they don't take their their foot off the the mark and they keep getting graduates in because they are a long-term yeah. investment um which is fantastic but then obviously for i guess maybe companies who become a bit more cautious they stop hiring so it has been a little bit difficult um in terms of getting the people who aren't experienced in um but again th- there's always room for these graduates who are essentially the long-term investments
0: yeah how, how quickly are you find um candidates go off and on that come on and go off the market for, for at the moment from a graduate standpoint?
1: Yeah, it's extremely competitive at the moment. Um, the good candidates, they're being snatched up quickly. So it is like the podcast day and what we're talking about, having to think outside of the box to attract these candidates, get that buy-in and then place them from there.
0: What um, Before we move on to sort of the main um, subject of the podcast, what um, are some of the more desirable industry sectors at the moment and for, for um candidates to be interested in like what are you seeing when people are coming through what what are they saying that they want to work in what areas and also I guess what what are some of the main drivers for graduate candidates at the moment when they're thinking about joining a a new company thinking about getting into sales
1: yeah, absolutely. And you've got so many different types of graduates. Um you have the the people who obviously want I guess more of the the sexy sass roles, tech sales. Yeah. They want to be in, you know, central London, working in the city or Canary Wharf and those sort of places, which is fantastic and we absolutely work on those opportunities. And then you also have fantastic candidates who are looking for simply development and progression. They don't want to be stagnant and what I'm finding more so now, I'm having conversations about not necessarily caring the industry that they're in, but they, they are passionate about sales. They want yeah. to be in a position where they can develop and then have promotions within the first six to 12 months and they want to be able to work towards something. So it's hard to pinpoint one thing, um, but development progression in in all roles, you can, you can get a candidate to, to go into that kind of position easily.
0: Yeah, having, having a succession plan for someone coming in, starting with a company and being able to see where they can go, what the career path, career ladder looks like, has has always been a constant and it doesn't sound like that's that's changed um at all. Okay. okay. Um so we know for a lot of companies at the moment, whether you know they're recruiting a graduate or even, you know, they're recruiting someone with, with sales experience, they the volume of good caliber applicants that they're seeing isn't really what they would like they'd always want to to see more i think some of the conversations we've been been having over the last 12 months as companies getting used to the idea that at final interview stage you might only have you know one or two people rather than a couple of years back they might have had three or four because the market's changed and i think can one of the reasons for that as well is how a candidate goes about their job search has also changed um they are less proactive and more reactive i would get I, w- I would say so um we brought you on here and was really keen to get you on natasha to talk about um some of the way that you've done um using platforms like tiktok and like instagram in order to um attract talents that might not have come through an advert at all i think a good starting point would be maybe to sort of go right back to um you know the reason why you decided to start using those social media platforms and um why are you finding it that those platforms are our unearthing candidates that might not have ordinarily come through yeah
1: well absolutely i think to kick things off what you've just said these candidates that i'm looking for they don't have much commercial awareness or sometimes experience on how you do go about getting the the best job or how you expose yourself and and get the exposure that you're looking for so they're not necessarily on linkedin they may not have created profiles so i was thinking how am i going to get the the target audience um when they may not even know to look in those sort of places so i mm. luckily being someone who wasn't in that position too long ago i thought how how would i Go about finding these new opportunities, or how would I be attracted to something if I'm not proactively, like you said, looking for it? So, yeah. I looked at what I'm into, and that, of course, is TikTok, Instagram. Uh, yeah. And again, you know, no idea is ever your own completely. I saw something on my uh, TikTok as I was scrolling through one day, and it was a day in the life of um, someone in a, a business to business sales position. And of course, recruitment being a vertical of sales, I can completely relate. And I was interested in that person I then went onto their page and um, right. I had a real look through more things that they'd done and I thought oh my god fantastic so I created a day in a life of what I do as a recruitment consultant yeah. and from there I just had comments coming in saying oh what is it that you do how do I get into this or what other roles do right. you work on so it was it was really the exposure that I needed to kick start things because it was a okay this definitely works so then I naturally when we work on I guess post assessment days or projects for certain clients i yeah. then tailor it completely to those clients and Brilliant. what what a potential candidate may be doing if they go into that position and that could be just as an example of a, an assessment day that we run for those clients or when i'm in their offices i can take some content to obviously show off everything that they could be going into and um, so they get that extra buy in that you would miss if you're just picking up the phone and saying this is the opportunity you know and you can sell it as best as you can but they can see it for themselves and they get a real life insight to it um so naturally it was trying to get to the people that i think we are missing when we aren't moving with the times and yeah tapping into that into the the tools that we are given and that is such a growing platform
0: uh it is And, and, and and the way people engage and communicate has just changed and it's ever evolving isn't it and um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think long, long gone the days where a candidate just has a one-dimensional approach to their job search, and that is, you know, in, in the sense of just applying for job adverts. And I think the way that you've explained that there is is really good. I am curious as well. What other platforms have you used other than TikTok, and how have you used those platforms?
1: Sure. So I've absolutely used Instagram. Yeah. Um I have found though that trying to I guess get the exposure on Instagram is a little bit more difficult um okay. but we have tapped into Instagram uh, created work profiles because as much as I've got a decent amount of people following me on Instagram of course you want to separate the work person that you are and obviously the person you are in your social life and whatnot so yeah. created a separate profile um but with Instagram you really do have to follow people to get them to follow you back your account won't just pop up on someone's feed page as it does with TikTok um so we've tapped into Instagram and of course you've got LinkedIn and you can always reshare posts from LinkedIn post them on your Instagram which is another tool that I guess you can't do on TikTok Um, and you can create reels and things like that on uh, Instagram
0: yeah why is it why 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 was Instagram more difficult
1: I think with TikTok and this is why it is so popular as I said you can go on your For you, page which is technically the home page, you don't have to be following these accounts for their videos to pop up. You simply have to be liking videos that may have the same sort of relation to a video that you post or follow accounts that may post the same sort of content you do. So, TikTok does it all for you, whereas Instagram it is a bit more manual and you do have to do it all yourself and follow loads of people to get them to follow you back and, and things like that.
0: Yeah, but it's to start noticing what you're doing and for you to then come up in that other person's algorithms is that, yeah, is that right yeah
1: absolutely and there's so many tricks and tips which I can go into at the end with yeah, TikTok yeah. that you can do Instagram's a little bit harder to crack
0: yeah what what have you learned if we focus on TikTok then because it sounds like that's where you're having the the, the, the most success and it's the, the fastest growing social media platform as well so let's sit in the TikTok box for a bit um what have you found um that works really well and what have you learned? that doesn't work that well and this could be quite useful for people listening who are this is a peak of in interest and they're thinking well what what do we need to do to get it working what, what what should I not do
1: yeah with TikTok it's hard because it's not that things don't necessarily work that or don't work it's that mm. they just don't work as well as other things so I think with TikTok it's really important that you can post fun things and you're following trends and that could be a voiceover from a certain sound or you're you're doing a, a certain dance trend but you can make it work related by putting in things that you want people to know about what you do or how you can help them so in my example we could do a dance trend um but in the background you could put text on there about getting graduates attention placing them into careers with development progression earning x amount of money in your first year as a entry-level position so it's being able to combine the trends that are going on TikTok at the moment and you slowly learn them as you follow certain accounts and scroll through the the for you page Um, and also being relatable Um, and I think that's that's one of the things that this platform allows you to do and I think building your brand on LinkedIn is just as important as it is with these platforms such as Instagram and TikTok Yeah. yeah because And, you know, I had people that we've we've hired at BMS who said that some of my TikTok videos actually stood out to them and with graduates as well, being in the right cultural fit and being in a place where you think this is somewhere I'm going to thrive and you can really see it for yourself as opposed to having to just take it for word for word. gets that buy-in that you might miss again and so being relatable showing that you are a person being fun as well and also giving them that insight on how you can help without even having to have the conversation first and it will it will go from there but as an example of a success to answer your question um I always do days in the lives I always show them what my clients do what I do and I have that work side but the most successful video we ever had um I think it got 30k views um it got over a thousand likes, and it was a few of my colleagues and I doing some uh, an abba dance around the office. I dragged <laughs> some of the marketing and sales team into it as well, and it was we all did it in our lunchtime, so we didn't miss any work. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was super successful. And then everyone in the comments was asking, "What do you do? And um, you know, uh, what sort of roles do you work on?" And it had nothing to do with work, but they wanted to know what BMS did. As I put in the caption, "Welcome to BMS." So it, it got that exposure.
0: Right okay so I've got several follow-up questions here from what you said there because you've covered loads right what is a sure. dance trend? <laughs> okay so it, it could
1: be anything from a, a seven second video of you dancing to a certain popular sound yeah. um, and you are you are dancing so if you haven't got that in your locker <laughs> then you might miss it <laughs> um, but yeah that's essentially a dance trend.
0: Yeah okay and you mentioned the word relatable which I think is really important how Do you position yourself as relatable on a platform like that? How how do you construct that?
1: I think, and again, so many people, well, so many different types of characters are recruiters or in in the sales positions, Mm. but it's it's breaking the mould of that you have to be completely professional in that sense. You can always keep it professional, but it's okay to, for an example, do a dance trend and post it on your LinkedIn. I think... There's a fine line between what you use LinkedIn for. It's not a social media platform, but TikTok is a social media platform yeah. that you're using in the way that you would want to, to get the the same results as LinkedIn.
0: Yeah. So it's
1: just being a normal person, really.
0: humanising it, basically. Yeah. Even on LinkedIn, though, some of the um, posts that have got the highest engagement, they are people's you know, pictures of what they've done at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, there's there's people that work work in my team, and one individual that goes on quite a lot of holidays and likes putting holiday posts up, and he gets ridiculous amounts of uh, views and and all kinds. Of, and if he's listening to this, he'll know exactly that I'm talking about. Him, um but yeah, okay. So how how with TikTok then? How did you build a following in in the first place on it? Because that's what I'm I'm, I'm trying to. Understand because you're talking about it's the, the videos are more visible on TikTok because people don't necessarily need to follow you. So, talk to me about how you built that following and how long it took you to get it going.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, our, I've been TikToking since the first lockdown. I think that's where mm. it really did get the popularity from um, yeah. because everyone was at home. And it's just about being consistent as it is on LinkedIn. You have to post to get yourself out there. You okay. can follow accounts that do the same sort of thing as you or other recruitment consultancies that I've seen on there you follow their accounts because you can get inspiration from videos naturally they will follow you back as well but again as i said it's not just down to that so being consistent with the posting and um, doing different things on tiktok you can talk over videos um with music in the background that's very Uh, on a low volume you can talk over it so you're explaining what this video even is where people don't have to guess and then go in the comments and ask you um and yeah you follow the you follow the trends as an example the abba trend that we did that was going around at the moment and i thought brilliant let's do it in work and from that video i think i went from maybe 400 and something followers and it got me to over a thousand followers so when a video Is popular people start following you um and then hopefully it it will keep going from there
0: the video is popular that video keeps showing to um anyone and everyone who has been searching for similar types of um content or viewing similar types of content am i right thinking that
1: Absolutely, and it's not even just what you're searching, it's how long you... TikTok's incredibly clever, and again, I could be just going off of things I've seen on Reddit and whatnot, but TikTok looks at how long you stay on a video. So if you okay, okay. if you re-watch a video or you, you don't just flick past it and go straight to the next one, if it's a similar sort of video to the ones that you post, they will naturally guide your profile in those directions. Everyone has a different for you page um, and it's all down to the sort of videos you like. It's down to the videos that you save and um, could even be down to things that you say and your phone picks up on. So there are so many yeah. different elements of it, yeah. but if, it will essentially get you to the audience that you're looking for. So it does it all for you.
0: How important hashtags on tiktok because they are on instagram aren't they they are on linkedin yeah
1: yeah absolutely there are hashtags that um people put that are trending and they're extremely random and i haven't yet cracked the hashtag code um because i'm i'm not always on top of it but as an example i didn't put any hashtags on the the main video that went for us and it just reached the right people and went from there
0: yeah interesting how um how many times do you post a week
1: well uh, again, so work TikTok, personal TikTok, I post everything in both. um I'd probably post once a week mm. um and that could be from the weekend, something fun from the weekend again to yeah. get that that brand um and and the buy-in and to show that I'm a normal person as well. Um, work related, usually when there's something going on and that I want people to see and it, it's important for them to to see so it can vary, but I'd say once a week for both personal and work.
0: Yeah, and did he have um private profiles on TikTok as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Did they? So right, okay, you can make a private profile. Um, same as Instagram, you can be either public or private. So quite similar in that sense. Okay,
0: cool. So um, let's think about the journey then. So you do a, a really um, cool TikTok video, candidate um or prospective candidate um looks at it. How do you um engage? with that candidate, like what does the messaging look like? Um, you know, if they respond if they um respond to one of your TikToks and message, say this looks great, I'd be interested in sales vacancies. Like how are, are you responding formally to them, informally? What what's that messaging and communication look like?
1: Absolutely. I think when you do post the fun videos, I think you always have to implement that level of professionalism with yeah. it. So usually when I post the video, the caption is um usually if you want to know more put something in the comments because with tiktok it depends on your settings but they can't always just send you a message if you don't follow them
0: right Um, okay that's useful for the audience to know yeah yeah
1: um to do with privacy so i always say put in the comments if you want to know more and i'll i'll drop you a message and we can talk from there so it's completely formal i think in that sense the Hmm. tiktok is the the fun part and then you get to show them that insight that you will be taking their for me their job search seriously and professionally and I want to be able to get them the end goal that they're looking for so you get them in the comments and then you take it to the inbox or LinkedIn um, and then you can go from there.
0: Yeah bit of an off-the-cuff question I'm just curious and you might not have um, the stats for it how many um, candidates do you reckon you're getting through percentage-wise roughly each week from TikTok and other forms of social media?
1: Um, I would say that okay, to combine TikTok and LinkedIn, I post, the content I post on TikTok, I post on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And I, what I found from LinkedIn, once I got over that sort of, I think 4,000 mark, I get connections just every single day with graduates. So I'm already in the target market I'm looking for, yeah. looking for these positions that you can see that I'm actively placing people and I'm putting it on social media and they, they've got that buy-in there already. So I think there's a high percentage of people that I speak with every day yeah. um, that has come from success of TikTok and LinkedIn combined. Yeah. It's harder to take people from TikTok into the the LinkedIn world in, in that sense because of yeah. the privacy settings and it, it sort of blocks to an extent, yeah. but the content I'm making on TikTok is super successful on LinkedIn and that's yeah. helped massively. So not sure percentages wise, but it's a, it, it's a high percentage now yeah. daily.
0: Yeah, it's definitely having a profound impact and you're constantly building your personal brand. So like you say, you're building a personal brand within that candidate market and they know you for a lot of your videos and then that increases your popularity and it just snowballs from there, doesn't it? So I think yeah. it's great. I think it's great what you've done. Um, We always like to get practical Um, on, on, on the podcast. So um, let's say for example, I am a talent acquisition manager for a SaaS company. I'm listening to this and I'm thinking wow this sounds great we want to get more um, graduates through the door more emerging talent but I've never used TikTok at all I just I I wouldn't know where to start can you give us an example of how how you might sort of coach me to plan a TikTok video to be attractive to candidates for like a typical SDR type job?
1: Yeah absolutely I think Again, candidates know what they want because they've looked into certain positions, but there's mm. always stigmas around certain roles. So I think if it's a, a an opportunity where you're probably gonna be sat at the desk picking up the phone quite a bit, you're gonna have that rejection. It's, it's probably quite hard, but of course always highly rewarding. Mm. I think it's using a TikTok video to show them a different side to that position. So okay. po- potentially the culture that you work in if you have something fun, such as, I don't know, you play a song when you um, secure a deal or you you book a demo or something <laughs> like that, it's yeah. it's doing a TikTok video of, I don't know, the journey from calling 50 people, getting that one successful phone call, and then, I don't know, you ring a bell or something like that. It's just showing the process of the fun parts to get a buy into the culture and then the, the company that you are. Um it's always just taking that first step to create the account. I mean, even LinkedIn was new at a point. People probably were umming and ahhing about it. I think it was created in 2006, but the popularity yeah. really came in 2010 and 11. So it will be the same with TikTok and you'll wish that you just got in there and moved with the times a little sooner.
0: Excellent right so to finish off with then and to wrap up this po- podcast with I think it'd be great if you were able to um, give the audience just three three of your top tips on how companies and hiring managers can you know begin to start using it so they start seeing the same benefits from it that you've you, you've experienced.
1: Yeah absolutely well Aside from creating the profile, which is sometimes the hardest step, (laughs) um, creating the profile, (laughs) I think it's it's just you do have to do a bit of research with everything. Look at what is trending. As an example, a tip could be um, the seven second videos with texts on the screen with the trending sound. They always do well. So that's just seven seconds any text that you want on the screen with a trending sound that will do well. It will hopefully become a little bit viral of some sort. Um, So that's the first, that's the first tip. Um, And again, it's, it's focusing on, I guess the content you're creating will attract the people that are attracted to that sort of thing. So making sure that if you are, if you are looking for people who are going into the sales opportunities or recruitment opportunities, the content's relatable to them. And whether that be anything in FMCG, you could make it yeah. food or beverage related. So it's just being clever with the the sort of content you create, because that will then naturally attract those sort of candidates.
0: I think that's a really good point, That thinking about um, the type of profile you want to recruit and then putting yourself in their shoes and thinking, well, if I'm in their shoes, what sort of things are going to appeal to me? What am I going to look at and be interested in? I think that's a really good tip.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is literally like sales. You get out what you put in in that sense. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. Um, and final tip is being consistent with it. If you post one video every every month, you might get traction, but it will take a lot it will take a lot longer as opposed to posting just one a week and that could just be filtered into your routine maybe every Wednesday morning you post something and that could be a short video, it could be a long video, it could be a day in the life, it could be the journey that you have into work or something fun Um, and it will, it will start to become a habit.
0: Great, brilliant, well thank you for that, I think you've done it, you've done a, a, a great job with this, I thought that was a really really interesting episode and definitely something that a lot of the companies that we work with and companies that we don't work with that are listening to this podcast I'm sure we'll take we'll take something from so thanks for coming on um it's great to have you great to have you on this episode and and, and learn a lot myself about TikTok as well I don't yeah. think about well I'm, I'm I'm like that creating a profile but um that's that's t- TBC but yeah thank you for coming on
1: well thank you so much for having me
0: That's all right, our pleasure. So that wraps up another episode of the Recruitment Roundup podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the show, to watching the show. Um, We really appreciate your support. It would be absolutely fantastic um, if you could give us a rating on apple on spotify give us a review Um, any feedback really really helps and is massively appreciated so thank you once again for joining us and we will hopefully see you again next week